From running errands to walks with friends and long days on your feet, the Merrill Jungle Mock is the perfect all-around shoe. The just-right fit, unparalleled comfort, and ready-to-style look empowers you to express yourself. Make your way with the Merrill Jungle Mock. Hello, I'm Justin Perkins. This is Talk Junkie. Uh, and if you haven't already, cover your kids' ears because you're listening to the most offensive podcast on the air today. I don't believe that that's true. Um, actually, I believe I honestly believe that for the most part, this is probably like a PG-13 podcast. But I definitely have days that this is a PG podcast. Or a G. I mean, we could take the P off. Just throw a G after some days. I would say, if we're being fair, that's true for most days. But a surefire way to tell if you're doing something really right or really wrong is how long it takes somebody to comment on it. And uh, I've said a couple things lately that uh, mm, really got back quick. So uh, let's cover the grievances, if you will, and uh, have a little discussion. Uh, about things that have been reported for. <laughs> I got reported on um, the evening news edition of the podcast uh, through Spreaker. Actually, it, it had a report. Um, I was worried. I don't want to lose my podcast. The problem is, it doesn't tell me exactly what I said. My assumption was someone got upset that I thought the most interesting fact in a case, in a police shooting case, was the fact that no one talked to this poor lady had a Rochambeau. Then after speaking to a couple people, I realized that either I'm not using that correctly or a lot of people don't know what Rochambeau is. I'm going to tell you this. I only know of it being called Rochambeau. Because I watched my son play a Paper Mario video game and they Rochambeau a lot. That's how I know. I always cut it rock, paper, scissors. So I don't know. The Japanese are wrong often. Who knows? Maybe Mario got it wrong. I don't know. But I assumed the nobody taught the lady to Rochambeau was the issue. That was my assumption. You should never assume. Because eventually Spreaker sends me an email back and says it was a racial comment. And that's all they gave me. They gave me a warning and I'm on some type of probation and things of that nature. But I later, almost 30 minutes, 40 minutes after so, that's pretty close together. Receive a email from a listener saying that they were deeply offended by many of the things that I had said on that podcast. 
that they did not know what had happened to the intellectual uh, and I forget what the other thing was. Basically, they didn't know what had happened to the show. And that we had been a much more serious and intellectual and professional show up until that episode. She missed a couple of them. I'm going to tell you right now. And it was a woman. She missed a couple of them throughout the run. She said she was willing to hang through despite the tasteless joke of uh, about some woman who'd been shot and murdered by the cops. And that she let me by with that little bit of racism. Now, hold on. This was a Caucasian woman who called a police officer, an African-American police officer, the N-word, and then apparently come at him with a pair of scissors. Somehow that was racist on my part to make fun of that woman. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I guess he assumes that if the same thing had happened with an African-American woman with a pair of scissors, I wouldn't have made the Rochambeau joke that just proves that this lady does not know me. She has just simply listened to a couple episodes of the show, which she's not going to hear this one because she promised me she'd never listen again. But if you are, send me an email. I'd like to know how that worked out. Uh, but she went on to say, it was a little too much when I made the most racist remark she had heard in a long time and I called Dr. Emanuel Miss Cleo. I thought, in all honesty, that probably flew over a lot of people's heads. Because I don't know how old people are listening to this show, and I thought, well, maybe, and it's possible, a lot of people listen to this show don't know who Miss Cleo is. They never seen her ads for her Psychic Friends Network. I don't know. But I didn't call her Miss Cleo because she was African American. I called her Miss Cleo. She had an accent, Miss Cleo. And I also called her Miss Cleo because she talked crazy stuff like Miss Cleo. I don't believe people can tell the future. I don't believe Miss Cleo was psychic. All the things that happened to Miss Cleo in her life proves to me that she wasn't psychic. She lied to some people that she borrowed money off of one time and told them she had cancer and I believe later died of cancer. She was a theater actor and had a theater company. She created a character. She was born in California. My research shows she only ever lived in California. So I don't know where the accent came from. But, I mean, uh, uh, you know, as a child. Uh, she did move around some after that. But, um, I'm not sorry for Dr. Emanuel, Miss Cleo. I don't distinguish and discriminate via race. I make jokes because I think they're funny. I got a lot of emails seem to think that those jokes were both very funny. Some that did. I don't know. But I got a report. If I get kicked off Spreaker, I'll find somewhere else to put it up. If I get kicked off completely, I get kicked off completely. Trying to cancel people and stop people from doing things they like just because it's something that you don't like, you know, that's how you lose free speech. If you don't like what I have to say, then don't listen. It's okay. I don't have that many listeners. 
I won't know the difference anyway. Because I can't hear you. You can only hear me. And if my opinion is that toxic or bad or, or just horrible, start your own podcast. Spreaker.com. You know how to get there. You reported me on that. Then start your own. Enjoy your life. Have fun. Crack an outdated 30-year-old Miss Cleo joke here and there. And incorporate a little happiness, joy in your life. You know, life's too short. Too short to hate me. I don't hate you. I'm not even going to mention your name. I wouldn't want your name associated with a smut peddling show like this. Plus, you're not listening anymore, so you'd never know if I mentioned it. So it's a win-win for everybody. But just in case you did listen again, and just in case you did want your name mentioned, I'm going to make sure that I don't mention it. Because I have found over the years, by listening to other people's shows and seeing the type of people that respond and that, people who say things and do things, like report people and they generally want their name mentioned. They generally want to be part of the discussion. Because they're not very good people. And nobody likes them and won't hang out with them. And plus, they don't think 30-year-old outdated Miss Cleo jokes are funny. Nobody wants to hang out with somebody that thinks Miss Cleo jokes aren't funny. Nobody. And if that was so offensive to Miss Cleo, she should have thought coming 30 years ago before she passed away and you know, sent little Justin a letter in grade school and said, Hey, let me tell you something. I can't do her voice, I'm sorry. But don't say that 30 years from now. Get in, maybe put a lot of mercy at the end of it. You know, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. But I can make fun of her accent because it wasn't really her accent. I, you can't, she was born in California. Her parents were from Jamaica or some other. But she was born in California. That's a thick accent to have never been to Jamaica. You take one person from the mountains, not me because I don't have the ability to do it, but you take one person from the mountains who talks twice more hick than I do, take them to a city, in six months, they're proper as crap. You're telling me this lady grew up her whole life in California with in, in an area based on what it says on Wikipedia. I don't know if that's right. Based on where it says she was born and lived, in a predominantly Hispanic area with tons of African Americans and Caucasians around and nobody hardly of Jamaican descent. I don't know. Seems odd to me. Seems odd to me. What do I know? I mean, you know, I could be wrong. But, again, I preface that show with, hey, go back and find the one over being offended. Because I don't believe anything's safe from joking. Anything. Um, I say awful jokes. Not on here. But there's jokes on here I just won't really say. You know, because... I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's right. Because I can get my point across and do the podcast and still have it to where people can listen to the podcast with their kids in the car or something of that nature. I may slip and let the S word or something. Go here and there. Because I don't really cuss that bad to begin with. So, I mean, you know, just every once in a while, if I get a little emotional or get a little excited or I'm having a little too much fun, I might, I might let something like that out. But, 
I'm not notorious for it, and it's not like I'm an awful person that does it all the time. I'm not talking that way makes you an awful person. Go back to the episode on cussing and, and uh, vulgar words and, and profanity and listen to that one. I thought I broke that down fairly well. I, I, if nothing else, I got to use the a whole lot. Um, but, you know, if you feel the need to report me, report me. I don't, I don't really care about that. You know, I don't want to lose my podcast, but I don't, I don't really care about it. If, if that's, if it's that, if it's affecting your life that adversely, just, just go ahead and report me. And if you want to email me to tell me you're never listening to me again, go ahead, I'll read it. And not a lot of people, I mean, look, I mean, I get some emails, and I'm satisfied that I get emails, but I don't get that many that I don't have a chance to read your email. I'm going to see the email, so send it to me. It's talkjunkie at gmail.com. I'm cool with that. But instead of reporting me and just sending me an email saying, hey, I'm right, I'll just go, hey, I didn't like these two jokes. And, and won't you get on there and, you know, explain what happened? And I would say this. I would say I'm sorry that you don't like those two jokes. And I'm sorry that maybe I didn't better prepare you for who I am and what I do. And I'm sorry that you failed offended. And this is why I said it, and this is why I don't think it's offensive. But more than anything, I support your right to be offended by. I just don't support your right to try to take away my ability to say it. I mean, there's a lot of people say a lot of things that I don't think are great things, but... I don't know of anything anybody's ever said that I didn't. I thought the right to say it should be taken away. Did you ever see Hitler? I mean, like, really look at a picture of Hitler. I don't know what the requirements of being handsome were back in that day. But I would have to assume that he didn't hit those marks. He's a sickly, weird-looking little guy with a funny mustache and, honestly, some greasy hair. I never looked at his eyes in a color photo, so I don't know. Maybe he had blue eyes. But if he did, that was the only marker he had of what he considered was the perfect race. He looked short to me. He looked skinny and frail. Uh, dark hair. Looks like dark eyes from the pictures, but again, I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was 6'5 and ruggedly handsome. That's not the way he's portrayed. He doesn't seem all that magnetic of a personality at all. Actually, kind of cold and indifferent until he gets the ability to talk. He gets the ability to talk and, you know, he becomes the juggernaut that created, you know, he becomes the Fuhrer. Even despite all that, I don't want to take away his ability to say what he needed to say because he was going to do what he was going to do either way. But at least when he said it publicly, there was some warning of what was coming. And, you know, just to be honest with you, people were that indifferent to 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 other people's plots back then that um, people just didn't act quickly enough. It's not that they didn't have proper warning. 
It just didn't seem that big of a deal. You know, look at the way we were treating African Americans over here at that time. Look at the way we treated uh, Native Americans. Look at the way the British were treating the Indian and the Japanese. And and imperialism at that time was still huge between Britain and France. You know, uh, look look at the way the Dutch were treating people in their settlements. Look at South Africa. You know, it, it was a common thing back then. So that's the only reason action wasn't taken quicker. But I want to know who somebody really is. So I don't want to limit their free speech. I want them to be allowed to have thoughts and ideals and express them so that I can know if I like them or not. Is it blasphemous to say that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan? Yeah, it is. Of course it is. Nobody actually has ever played or understand the game believes that. But I want people to be able to say it. That way I know who not to talk sports with. You know what I mean? It's it's important. It's important to let people say what they want to say. And if what I said offended you, I'm sorry that you get offended sometimes. But I'm not sorry about what I said. You know, I mean, if I'd have had this podcast during the Casey Anthony trial, or if I had to had this podcast during the OJ trial, or I'd have had this podcast during about anything... There's a lot of things I can think of. Shamanae Ramsey. And I could have made jokes that, wow, there's no way people would have kept listening if they're not tough enough to make it to the Cleo joke and the Rochambeau joke. And that's why, even though I don't agree with it, and I don't do it on purpose, I catch myself subconsciously censoring a lot of this podcast. And I shouldn't do that. I should come out here and and make the jokes that I want to make and say the things that I want to say. But I don't. A lot of times I don't. And it's out of fear of things like that. Not even a fear of getting in trouble. I know I can say horrible things to my real friends and they'll go, eh, that's just Justin. And a lot of them will go, Oh, I can top that. Listen, this is a lot more horrible. But I think about what I say before I say it sometimes, or at least try to, because some people don't have the same life experience as me, and some people are more sensitive to certain things, and some people don't know how to take a joke. You know. And... And in a fairness to them, I try to be respectful and, and try to ride that medium, that middle ground. But I mean, you know, how many times in life do you get the opportunity to make a Rochambeau joke and a Miss Cleo joke in the same sentence outside of, say, 1995? It's hard. It's hard. It really is. I'm never going to get to be the stand-up I wanted to be, so I can't let that material burn and go away. i got to use it now. You know? I come out here and I say, Hey, I'm against face masks. You know? And someone says, Well, you know, it saved their lives. And I'm, Okay, more specifically, I'm against face masks in West Virginia. Well, West Virginia lives matter too. And I could say, 
have it with a face mask. 50% of the face is covered. With 50% of the face is covered in West Virginia, a lot of people are going to look a lot better than they normally look, and the population is going to go up, and we don't need more West Virginians. Some people will say that's not a joke. That's a cruel, mean thing. And I understand the delivery isn't good, but it's hard to do a joke like that unless you're taking the time to set it up stand-up style for a few minutes uh, prior to it. But the point is, some people would say that that joke's mean. Some people would say that that joke's awful. You shouldn't say that. You know. I would say there's nothing wrong with that joke. It's funny. People in West Virginia will get it. And they would say, well, you know, what if it hurts one of their feelings? Everybody gets hurt feelings. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. You think I've never had a hurt feeling? I haven't really. I don't, I don't care what you have to say. I really, really don't. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference to me. I don't, I don't care what you have to say. But, you know, some people do. And I understand and I try to be somewhat respectful. But I also like to have fun, people. Loosen up a little bit. And hey, if you're going to report me, I'm not asking you not to report me. I'm not going to sit begging you. Please don't report me. But if you want to report me, not just me, anybody. Reach out first. And say, this. I took issue with this. If that person doesn't want to take time to respond to you and talk to you, okay then, you know. Feel it's what you need to do, but at least consider the possibility that what they're saying isn't wrong, and it may be you're just taking it wrong. You know, it's it's possible. Or that maybe that day you were just overly emotional, or that subject has a, you know, has an overly emotional. And if you take the time to just talk it out, that maybe you'll you'll be more open to letting other people express themselves. And maybe more importantly, even you'll become more free about how you express things and what you're willing to say. Because I find that a lot of people that report people and complain about people and stuff, they either can't say what they want to say out of fear of what other people will believe or what other people will think or when they do say or think something other people attack it and also some of those people don't get any attention when they say things but if they'll be part of a group that attacks a certain type of thing and acts a certain way then they'll get recognition and, and they'll feel like part of something and that's the thing. At the end of the day, everybody just wants to feel like they're part of something. You know? Everybody just wants to feel like they're involved, like they're present, and that they're represented in in society, and that they have a voice, uh, and and that 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 they're part of the process. Everybody's trying to be the exact opposite of what Bill Cosby looks for in a woman. See? See that? See that? That People would say that was me. I don't like Bill Cosby. I never did like Bill Cosby. I don't like clean comedy. Um, I didn't think his show was all that good. He's a horrible person. 
I'm a proponent of capital punishment. And in his case, where it's undeniably true, I'm all for executing him. And I feel greatly for his victims. But it wasn't the greatest joke. wasn't the best setup, the best line. But it came to me just off the top of my head. And, and, and see, it, it, it'll probably be the next thing I get reported for. And that's okay. I don't mind to get reported. It's not it's not the it's not the end of the world. But if that bothered you, reach out and talk to me. You'll find that I'm not a supporter of Cosby's. I don't think what he did was right. Uh, I don't think he's innocent. You know? I mean, I think it's awful. I think it's horrible. But it's a joke. That's what helps people heal. That's what makes things move forward. It's what makes life possible. And it was it was a joke. And I, I don't I don't regret it. That was funny. It's a horrible joke. I don't know horrible people would laugh at it. I'm not a great person. So, you know. I don't know. I just, I'm not big on reporting people and the whole cancel culture thing. I like to let people be people. Let them be who they want to be. Let them be who you are. Be proud of who you are. Be honest about who you are. And, uh, I don't know. Just interact before you react sometimes. You know? That's. That, to me, solves a lot of issues, solves a lot of problems. I think people assume when you say that, that what you're saying is, hey, let me show you my point of view so you can be switched over to my point of view before we get an argument or, you know, before, um, before... before you sorry had a little bit of an issue there um, but it's like people almost think that by by taking that opportunity to discuss it what you're wanting them to do is just immediately go to your side now I'm not expecting you to change your your opinions or your beliefs or your thoughts or whatever and just say oh you know what you're right I'm wrong no just think about it you know and if you feel hey I still think it's offensive. You shouldn't have done it. There's there's times that I've said things and and people said that and I've thought about it. And went, mm, you know, I wish I I wish I wouldn't have said that. You know, maybe maybe I was wrong for saying that. And I don't know. Um, you know, it it, it can happen. Uh, I can change my mind easily. Um, if I couldn't, then I couldn't grow and I couldn't try to get better as a person or at least learn more and, and, you know, and things of that nature. So, I I just, I don't know, I kind of expect that same courtesy. Again, you don't have to agree with me. You don't even think it's funny. You just go, "Eh," because it wasn't that funny. None of those jokes that any of y'all got my, I'm sorry, the Rochambeau joke I thought was hilarious. I really did. I thought that was hilarious. (laughs) I did. I did. I I was so proud of that joke. I thought that was hilarious. The Miss Cleo reference was just a throwaway reference. 
How that got you worse than the Rochambeau, I don't know. I really don't know how the Miss Cleo got you worse than the Rochambeau. I just... I don't know. I'm at a loss sometimes. I really am. Uh, sometimes I start to believe that I'm a... Maybe I am a horrible person and... Uh, I just, the things I say and do are too horrible, you know. Um, I don't know. But, in the case of that joke and you sending me the email and being that upset, look, if that Miss Cleo references my shotgun and this show is my Kurt Cobain, it's not the bang I wanted to go out with. But I'm not going to make an apology for making that joke. I honestly think the Rochambeau joke was kind of me. Because, you know, this lady clearly has a family out there in regard, you know. And I don't know the facts of the story. Nothing. The cop could be wrong. I don't know. But that's kind of the thing. You just make jokes. And it, it's just fun, you know. And people always say, well, if that was a joke about uh, your family, you know, you wouldn't think it's that funny. Those people don't know me. Because the things I say about my family are far worse than the things I say about anybody else. And I love them. I'll give you a good example. And I think I may have may have told this before, but I'm going to say it anyway. My daughter was in college. You know, junior year, I believe. Going into her junior year. 30 some, 40 some thousand dollars a semester. Sends a picture on Halloween dressed as a pirate. Her and her sorority friends. I was like, she's wasted every dime she ever spent in college. And her and my wife are like, oh God, you're this, you're that. And I was like, she's just having fun. She's going to pass. That's not what I'm talking about. $40-some-thousand a semester. Almost a junior in college. I said, you had history, didn't you? And she said, yeah. I said, for $40,000, they couldn't teach you the difference between a pirate and a hoe. It goes over some people's heads. I didn't use that exact word. Went over their head for a second. You see, lady, she was dressed like a hoe. But because she had a bandana and an eye patch, she thought she was a pirate. That was my daughter. My daughter. So, if I look about, if I'm talking about a stranger and just say, Everybody knows that scissors beat paper, but scissors don't beat gun. Is that really that bad? If if I say that Dr. Emanuel sounds like and reminds me of, due to her crazy content and some of her sermons, Miss Cleo. Is that that bad? I mean, is it really that bad? I 
I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't know how it's that bad that you needed to report me. But that's not the real issue. The real issue is you allowed something I said as a joke on a podcast. Let me break this to you. I don't get the kind of numbers that a Rogan or an Adam Carolla or somebody gets. You're in a very small minority of people listening, which maybe I should be apologizing and not trying to run you off and get my numbers down, but if something I can say or do can impact your day that much, the issue's really not mine for saying it. Maybe I have a problem. Maybe it's a coping mechanism. I don't know. But if you're letting me impact your day in a negative way, you definitely got an issue that, you know, in fairness to you and your happiness, needs to be addressed. Now, it's not all bad, you know. I did get some responses. Um, some people who, and I won't name their names because I don't want them to be horrible. One of which was a lady, was a woman, I don't know. Thought the joke, the Rochambeau joke was great. Uh, she never mentioned the Miss Cleo joke. I don't know if she heard it or not. And I mean, I don't know. There's, there's people, there's, there's other friends who thought so little of it because they know me that they didn't mention it. There's people I don't know. Malik said in, in an email, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing. It's not exactly what Malik said. So, Malik, I'm sorry if I missed. Malik said that my one joke on Rochambeau set race relations back 30 years. Malik's an African-American man. I didn't try to cancel Malik or send him anything. I knew that Malik was joking. Because I know that when he said it, he said it either in the voice of a frontline reporter or in the voice of Clayton Bigsby because that is a Chappelle Show reference. And I sent something back in regards to that, and he sent back exactly. So I didn't get offended that he was talking bad about me or take something out of context or just, you know, I knew exactly what he was doing. He's probably got a horrible sense of humor just like myself. And, uh, you know, I don't know. But hey, what do I know? I'm going to say this. I can't, I don't want to use your name. Because you, you, you know, you didn't say anything. Let's call you Teresa, like Mother Teresa. Teresa, I'm sorry. Sorry that what I said bothered you or hurt you or impacted your day negatively in any way. And I'm trying to look at it from your point of view. I really am. But that joke I don't understand. I don't understand why that one bothered you. Rochambeau joke was rough. But I don't understand why that one bothers you. I really don't. So if you want to send me 
like a really good written argument on it, I'll do another podcast on it. I mean, if you're still listening. And and, and we'll, we'll discuss this. Heck, send me something. We'll, we'll Zoom or we'll face. We'll, we'll talk it face to face. No podcast needed. We'll just sit down and discuss this. No, we're not going to do the social media thing because one, I'm not on social media, and two, I don't share my private social media. Everybody knows about the author Jay Perk on Instagram, but can't discuss email or 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 Zoom or FaceTime. Let's let's discuss it. You know what I mean? And, and let's let's talk about it. Talk it out. Who knows? You may like me more than you think you like me. I may not be an awful person. I am an awful person, but maybe maybe. I'm a better person than you think I am, and, and maybe that would fix it. Or if nothing else, maybe it would solidify the fact that you despise me and that you don't want to listen to me. But of all the things I've said, if Miss Cleo's what got you, probably too soft to listen to this podcast. If you want to hang in here and listen here, you've got to be tougher than a grade schooler's neck at a Joe Biden rally. I mean, you've got to really, you got to be tough. got to be tough. Got to be strong to hang with me. Takes strength to listen to this podcast. Takes bravery. You got to be braver than a Trump supporter in a library. There's something you feel like you can't do, or you don't know how to do, to take or to understand. You got to just power through. You got to not give up, not give in. You got to not be a quitter. Nobody likes a quitter. You know what I mean? I know Courtney Love likes a quitter, but nobody else likes a quitter. Come on. And I, you know, that I believe she killed him, so I don't, I don't actually believe he committed suicide. So let's get that out of the way right now. Um, I'm really thinking about combining this show and a Tenfold Skeptic, which I've got 40 different shows written out for and haven't done yet together and just make it, but I don't know how you people, what do you people, I want responses, we're done with this part of the show, I want responses now, send me, send me your responses, let me know, what do you think about doing a bunch of different crazy conspiracy topics on here, you know, Alex Jones style, like hit them serious, like they're real, even if, I, even if, even the ones I don't believe in, just hit them like they're real, I don't know, what do you think, I need guests for a show like that, and that's, the, the, the other podcast will be available through a different provider. I'm thinking about staying there with it. I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, thank you all for listening. And again, if there's something I say that you're like, eh, you shouldn't have said that, send me a message. Send me a message. You know? Because I know there's things I've said in, 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 in other podcasts that Eventually, people are going to sniff out. See, there's a Biden and young kid joke right there that I'm not going to, I'm not going to put in there. You know, I've missed a couple of those opportunities. You know, if I'd say, hey, you know, if you want to stop um, Ellen DeGeneres from trafficking children in boxes, you know, you got two options. You can go to the depots, you know, and and have 
dogs to sniff out these kids, but the easiest way to expedite it would just be to use Joe Biden instead of the dog. You know what I mean? It, it takes time to write these jokes. You know, that, that, that's off the top there. But see, I, I held back and didn't, didn't say these offensive things because I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. You know what I mean? Trying to turn over a new leaf. I don't know. There's a Leaf Garrett joke and an automobile accident joke in there too. But that, that's, see, that's, I'm trying, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to do better. Just, uh, I'm sorry. Let's discuss this. Was it Teresa? We're going to call you Teresa? Let's discuss this. Let's talk about it. Get a hold of it. Don't suck, don't die, don't take stuff too serious. Be good to people and a lot of mercy.